Welcome to the ExtraTime.com League of Ireland Voice Notes podcast. You're probably listening to this on Tuesday, but as I speak, it's late on Monday night and it was a dramatic night in the League of Ireland. Here at the Belfield Bowl, or the UCD Bowl, I beg your pardon, the students lost 4-0 to Derry City. We'll have reaction to this game shortly. Sligo Rovers over- overcoming St. Patrick's Athletic by two goals to one. Uh, Alan Keane was at the game and he'll give us his thoughts on that. Bowls, 3-1 winners against Drogheda United. Uh, Owen Heary will join us from Daly Mount Park. And Dundalk, 2-1 winners against Shelburne. A tempestuous affair from what I'm hearing, both benches getting involved with each other. Former Dundalk captain John Flanagan was on co-commentary from for LOI TV and he'll uh, tell us about the game itself. The game of the night though, and it sounds like one of the games of the season, was at Tallis Stadium. Shamrock Rovers 4, Cork City 4. Now, as I say, you're probably listening to this on Tuesday. I'm recording late on Monday night. The result, the positive result for City, somewhat sullied by the injury to Aaron Bulger. Uh, he received treatment on the pitch for a long, long time. Let's hope he is okay. Dara Ferris of ExtraTime.com was at Tallis Stadium and afterwards sent us this voice note. Sean Horace headed goal in the seventh minute of injury time, gave the Hoops their third point in the league campaign and avoided back-to-back home league defeats, having lost their 29-game unbeaten home record last week. The Hoops still sit in the relegation playoff zone position, unbelievably, after four games. It's their worst start in the league since 2005 when they had four, just two points after four games. That was the season the club were relegated for the one and only time. At, at different times, it looked like they were, were firmly in control of the match. They went a goal up after Rory Gaffney scored in the 14th minute, his first of the season. But Cork City were, were very impressive. Colin Healy set the night. They, they took the game to, to Rovers. Rory Keating equalised in the 34th minute. And then a, an absolutely amazing goal by Derek Crowley four minutes later. Alan Manis came to the edge of the area to, to clear. He got it towards the centre circle. And Derek Riley took a touch and from about 40, 45 yards, he drilled the ball over Manus's head to make it make it 2-1. At halftime, Stephen Bradley took off Darren Nugent, who he'd given his first league start to for, for Sean Crowers in the Premier Division, brought on Neil Ferrugia. That gave them more of an attacking option. Lee Grace, on his 201st competitive appearance for Rovers, with the stand-in skipper, he equalised in the 54th minute. But four minutes later, Cork City went 3-2 up. Substitute Kevin Kustovich came uh, came off the bench. He kind of Trevor Clark was given Gordon Walker all sorts of difficulty on the left, um, and he was taken off in the first half. Kustovic uh, came on. He went in the book about four minutes later for Felon Clark after he came on, but he put City three two up just before the hour mark. And Derek Crowley made it four two on the 69th minute as Rovers were kind of caught out. Simon Power came off the bench. He made it four three with about six minutes to go with a close range effort in tied in on goal in the in the six yard box. There was quite a lengthy delay of over 10 minutes when Aaron Bulger went down with a head injury. Uh, the, the packed crowd went silent as the medical team dealt with, with Bulger and we, we wish him well as he was, he was taken off. 10 minutes went up on the board even while the treatment was still going on. And so say the 97 minutes, Sean Hoare got the equaliser to make it 4 all. Trevor Clark had a chance to, to win it just two minutes later. The match went all the way to the uh, 104th minute. There was 14 minutes of injury time. But it finished here in Tallis Stadium. Quite a game that everyone here in the, the 4,028 uh, crowd will remember for, for a long time. It finished Shamrock Rovers 4, Cork City 4. So that's the analysis of the game from McDara Ferris, who was at Tallis Stadium for a dramatic four-all draw between Shamrock Rovers and Cork City. Let's hear now from Cork City manager Colin Healy, who afterwards spoke 
to the media gathering. They um, unleashed the bench, didn't they? And they brought on, you know, brought on the likes of Burke and Toll and all that kind of stuff. And they probably overload the wide areas. And, you know, we were probably went into back five and put more balls in their box. But it's a tough place to come, don't get me wrong. And uh, to score four goals and just to get a point, we're probably a bit disappointed in that one. I know that we come, what happens is that you, you do you do sit back in and, you know, you're inviting pressure on them. Listen, they got a lot of set plays. they got a lot of set plays. So, yeah, it, it's, listen, it's happened. We, could we defend it better? You could say, yeah, but it, it is always, it's always hard to always defend. You're defending the lead and the quality that they have. And, listen, they're, they're, they're aggressive in the year as well. And, listen, they show that towards the end. What about your wonder goal? Brilliant, wasn't it? Mm. Brilliant. It's a hell of a strike, I suppose. The minute he hit it, we knew it was in. You know, it's, uh, he's, uh, he's keep saying he's been brilliant for us. Darren Crowley is another young boy who's come through the academy. Uh, played in the middle of the park today. Played right back last week. And one of those players that just goes in and and does his job and gets on with it. And um, I thought he was he was probably the best player in the position. Does Crowley have that in his locker? Like, do you ever see him do stuff like that in training? Do you think it was a fluke or something? <laughs> I don't think it was, was it? I think he's meant it. See the keepers off his legs, but of course he did. Yeah, no, he's um, no, he's um, he's a very good player. He's. This is the ExtraTime.com League of Ireland Voice Notes podcast. As we speak, it's late on Monday night. There is football still going on here at UCD over on the cages, on the left-hand side. As I look back down towards the water tower end, it's cold. I can tell you that, but at least it is dry. So that was all the reaction from Tallah Stadium, where Shamrock Rovers drew four all with Cork City. Can't wait to watch that one back. Um, still to come. Alan Keane on Sligo Rovers overcoming St. Pat's. Owen Heary talks to us about Bowes' 3-1 victory at home to Drogheda United. And next, Dundalk beating Shelburne by two goals to one, coming from behind to win that game. There was a little bit of aggro, apparently, between the benches. Uh, John Flanagan, former Dundalk captain, was on co-commentary for LOITV and LMFM for that game. And afterwards, he sent us this voice note. Well, Oshin, great win here for Dundalk, 2-1 in the end. Really, really hard-fought victory. They, they made fight till the very death by, by a very good Shelburne team. Shelburne, very, very organised, very structured, happy to let the dog have the ball and, and hit them on the counter-attack. And went into the break. They probably deservedly won the winner, leaders at half-time. The dog were a bit lacklustre, a bit lack, lacking in energy in that first half. Did five personnel changes from last Friday due to, to knocks and injuries and the quick turnaround. But whatever Stephen O'Donnell said to them at half-time, they, they came out... A bit of a pep on their step, a bit more energy, got an early goal, then they went ahead, and then Shelburne went hammer and tongs to try and get an equaliser and almost forced it at the end. A couple of goldmouth scrambles, Andy Boyle especially throwing his body in front of three or four, but the dock held out resolutely to, till the death. And the, the, the big talking point then is going to be the game was probably marred a little bit by a bit of a, a kerfuffle, and both benches ended up in and a lot of pushing and shoving. Don't know what happened at the instigator, but it just didn't look well, and I'm sure there'd been an investigation to what happened. But big story, Dundalk keep on going, another three points, roll on, big massive game now in in Derry on, on Thursday. Oh, sorry, Friday of them. All the reaction from Oriel Park, where Dundalk beat Shelburne by two goals to one, a big win for them, and they've really bounced back from a disappointing result last weekend to win two on the bounce they go to Derry City on Friday night that will be an intriguing encounter you can listen to it on LMFM Drive 105 or BBC Radio Foil you can also watch it on LOITV let's go to Daily Man Park where Bohemians had a 3-1 win against Drogheda United Owen Heary 
was there for the Extra Time League of Ireland Voice Notes podcast and afterwards left us this voice note. Hi O'Shane, just uh, leaving Daly Mount Park now. Another fantastic night for Bowles, 3-1 victory against Strada. A few changes made tonight. Uh, Flores the left full Paddy Carrick to the bench Keep Buckley into the middle of the park made a big difference Buckle in there dictating uh, the play first 10 minutes both started very well on the front foot took, it, uh, took the game to draw it get a free kick must be easily 30 yards out from goal Flores steps up again absolute cracker of a goal I thought his goal against the dock a couple of weeks ago the free kick was good but this one was much much better good start for both then uh, draw they played themselves into the game a lot of a uh, Balls into the box, high balls, both seem to struggle a little bit. Talbot, bad kick out, ball gets returned, little one two, and Draper with a finish, nice calm finish into the, the bottom corner. Just before half time, then, balls break down the left hand side, ball roll back to Flores, great great uh, delivery into the box, gets headed out, just to the edge of the box, Ali Q, great finish, leading the 2 1 at the break. Second half, balls really up the tempo, made a quick forward pass, and a lot of players making runs from midfield beyond. The back forward Drotta. Drotta seemed to get tired as the game wore on. Bowes kept the tempo high. As I said, keep Buckley in the middle of the park. Man of the match, in my opinion, tonight. Absolutely dictated everything. He was all over the park, making sure passing was playing quickly and forward. Tour goal for Bowes tonight. Ball down the left-hand side. Great cross in. Ali Q, little flick back. And there was Akinundi to score. Nice finish. Bring it to 3-1. Game more or less over after that. Few high balls into the box from Drotta from set pieces, but both helped them comfortably enough. This is the Extra Time.com League of Ireland Voice Notes podcast. Bohemians had a disappointing result last Friday night, but they have bounced back and their good start to the season under Declan Devine continues thanks to that 3 1 win against Drotta United. Sligo Rovers, 2 1 winners against St. Pat's, who remember were beaten 5 0 on Friday night by Dundalk. Sligo Rovers didn't have a great result themselves. Uh, last Friday night beaten 1-0 against Drogheda but they have bounced back well tonight as I'm talking tomorrow as you're listening Tuesday as you're listening uh, let's find out how with Alan Keane formerly of Sligo Rovers uh, afterwards he sent us this voice note uh, just back from the showgrounds where uh, had a very entertaining game where Tim Man Sligo Rovers beat St. Pat's 2-1 and deservedly so the manager made a couple of changes to the to the side that I suppose they both had uh, bad defeats on on Friday night but it was Sligo Rovers probably uh, look at they started the better they kept the ball a lot better passed it a, a, a lot better St. Pat's were a bit sloppy in possession and a bit slow to move the ball but in fairness they had they, they had kind of had the first chance of the game when uh, Joe Redmond had a great chance from from a corner 17 about 17, 18 minutes and he headed just past the post and then you would have thought the turning point of the game was uh, 20 minutes in John Mahan seeing a straight red he lost possession he got sloppy Lonergan uh, nicked in took the ball off him and John Mahan pulled Lonergan back kind of let go then he pulled him again and Lonergan fell to the ground even though there was Sligo Rovers players getting in around possibly Lonergan would have went on and possibly scored one-on-one with McNicholas but uh, the referee had no hesitation and he, he uh, produced a straight red card which I thought probably was uh, the right call you would imagine then that sending off that you would have feared for Sligo Rovers that you know St. Pat's would come into the groove and they never did and massive credit to Sligo Rovers they're the back four midfield four and Max Manahu superb on the night led the line really really well and they kept their shape it didn't allow St. Pat's who was again who said they they passed the ball really slow, didn't go wide enough, but Sligo Rovers were, were excellent and they're very good on the counter and they got their just awards in the, the 30th minute. Uh, Reese Hutchinson, who was excellent throughout, got the ball to Will Fitzgerald uh, on the left. Will Fitzgerald 
took it down the line, pulled it back to Hudson and a sweet left foot of strike, bottom corner, had given Odomuso no chance on the goal. And at that, Sligo uh, Rovers played really, really well. You know, they had a little bit of a let off in the 48th minute when Owen Doyle got down the, the, the right side and he whipped a great ball across the box. Uh, Lonergan was waiting at the back stick, open goal, and he's he scuffed it and put it just past the post. There was no real note. Doyler had a kind of half chance. Uh, Owen Doyle had a half chance just before the the break. Uh, McNicholas pulled off a great sa- save at his feet. Uh, apart from that, Sligo Rovers and John Russell would have gone in happy enough at half time. Uh, great performance. They actually looked like the the team that had the the, the extra man at times, which was worrying for Pats. But uh, Tim Clancy made a couple of changes at half time, trying to get a bit of life into the in, into the team, and he brought on Forrester and Jake Mulroney. And to be fair, it gave them a little bit of a lift, especially more so Forrester. He did make a difference on the 60, 60 around the sixtieth minute. Absolute superb strike from uh, twenty odd yards out. Uh, gave McNicholas no chance. You would have thought that you know they might have kicked on from there, but they didn't really. And he had another great chance. Two minutes later, where he's dummy two lads on the edge of the edge of the box and brought a great save out 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 of McNicholas, and you could see he was getting on the ball. He was trying to get them to do stuff, but Sligo Rovers, you got to give them credit. Again, set in and were excellent on the counter attack. The ball used to go up to Max Mata. Max Mata held the ball up really well, caused a lot of trouble for Gravoski uh, at centre half, and subsequently uh, on the I think it was around the sixty fifth minute, Max Mata. Won a free off Gravoski. A great thinking by uh, the right back, Ranflack, Ranflack, and he slipped in Hartman, who had a sweet left foot of strike uh, across the keeper. Uh, Tim Clancy be raging. It was a quick free kick. All the past players had, I suppose, their back to the play, and it was great thinking by Ranflack and uh, a top class finish by Hartman. But overall, I think a fair result for Sligo Rovers, who throughout the game uh, were were very very good. Uh, defended really well, kept possession really well. Worrying signs for Pats. A lot of players kind of niggling with each other, and the fans booed them off the pitch at the end. And it's disappointing, a disappointing result for them. But full credit to Sligo Rovers. Uh, very, very good performance, having to play the game with seventy odd minutes uh, with uh, ten men. Overall, fair result. This is the ExtraTime.com League of Ireland Voice Notes podcast and that was Alan Keane talking us through Sligo Rovers 2-1 victory against St. Patrick's Athletic. Now I did promise you some reaction from the game that I was at uh, between UCD and Derry City. Derry City winning by four goals to nil. Jordan McInef with two goals. Uh, the other goals coming from Ollie O'Neill who took advantage of a real clangor by the UCD defence. And Will Patching, well, he had a free kick that deflected in. I'm sure he'll claim it. It might go down as an own goal. Either way, Derry get the win. Uh, they claim six points from two trips to Dublin in four days. Afterwards, the Drive 105 Match Night Live team spoke to Derry City assistant boss, Alan Reynolds. We're delighted with the win. Delighted with Friday. Delighted with the weekend, I suppose. Um, um, you know, it's the same three points as you would have to be in Shamrock So we travelled down yesterday, uh, prepared well, stayed in the stayed in the hotel, and um, we knew we had to be professional. We knew it'd be a different type of game, and not many at the game compared to Friday. And sometimes they can be banana skins, but uh, you know, again with the manager missing and, and what he's gone through over the weekend, I suppose it's something we wanted to do for him as a staff and as as players. Well, you got off a good start. You go. <coughs> Tweet all up, uh, get on the half time, so it's a good start away from home. But uh, as you said, it's, it's different from Friday night, and that you were the dominant team tonight and had more possession. Um, 
But it's uh, good to see Jordan McEnough uh, score the goals again. Yeah, he had four goals in three games. And I suppose that, uh, on Friday he was wondering what more do I have to do with. You know, he left out of the team. But uh, great lad, great lad. Different, uh, give something different as well getting forward from that position. So uh, be a man uh, manager's headache when he goes back. So it's a quick turnaround from Friday into Monday night. So there was obviously going to be changes. And then changes happen but uh, as I said like uh, you have to uh, change game plans for certain games and that's obviously what happened tonight. Yeah well if you look at it Patrick didn't play at all but she's only back from injury. Ollie hasn't actually hadn't trained for five weeks and then he was suddenly thrown into games but fellas are training really well Brandon Kavanagh um, even Matty Warder came on as you know is, is desperate for his chance so look we have a lot of quality and Keen Kavanagh comes in so we have a few injuries as you know but we still have that bench that's strong. Does Wolf Hatching get that goal? Will he claim it? I think he claimed it all right, you know, but um, I would too. You know, anything that's going, I'd claim. So it's top of the table and uh, every game. There's only three points, Alan, and it's three points on the board. But you have to look forward to the next one. And of course, that's like a mouth-watering tie now with uh, Dundalk coming up that round Yeah, it'd be a really good game, really. And, and the tension, I'm sure, will be high in that and a good tempo to it. And, We'll have to be better than we were. We, we know that. We know that we're getting better, getting used to games. Where last year, I suppose we hit the ground. I mean, running. This year we haven't really been flying, but we're getting the same amount of points. So we're well at it. We're at that. But when we click, we'll uh, be really good. It's just a matter, maybe this season of uh, maybe one of the targets is to really improve the the the, the home performances and getting more ones. Yeah, look, we, we spoke about the away ones being so good and and that, and then the home one. So it is something we spoke about. So that's the reaction from the UCD Bowl where Derry City overcame UCD by four goals to nil. That's almost it from this midweek episode. Some big games on Friday night. Shelburne taking on Shamrock Rovers. Kickoff at 7.45. Uh, that's the time of kickoff for the next three as well. Derry City against Dundalk. UCD up against Drogheda. And St. Patrick's Athletic taking on Bohemians. In the first division on Friday night, Treaty United take on Cove Ramblers, Athlone Town meet Waterford, Bray take on Longford, Galway take on Kerry FC and Finharps meet Wexford FC. If you're a Wexford fan making your way to that game, the Ethan Boyle derby as I'm going to call it, then don't expect Dave Rogers to buy you a pint or pay for your food or travel just because he did it last week for Bray Wanderers supporters. A busy day on Saturday in the SSE or Tricity Women's Premier Division. Bohemians taking on Shelburne at three at five o'clock. It's P-Mount against DLO Raves and Cork City taking on Galway United at 5.30. Shamrock Rovers meet Treaty United and at six o'clock Wexford take on Sligo Rovers. A lot more of the, on those games to come on the extratime.com League of Ireland podcast with Luke Jordan. That's out on Wednesday. I'm sure they'll talk about the new cross-border competition announced uh, for um, League of Ireland women's teams and Irish League women's teams. Sounds like it's going to be exciting and it's something I would love to see on the, in the men's game as well. And I cover an awful lot of Irish League and I have to say there's an appetite for something amongst a lot of Irish League clubs for a cross-border competition. Now, not an All-Ireland League but certainly a cross-border competition. Right, I'm going to wrap it up from a very cold UCD bowl where I've watched Derry City get a 4-0 win against UCD. Um all the match reports, by the way, from tonight and, uh, of course, last weekend and the games coming up available on extratime.com. Well, obviously, the games coming up, they're not available yet, but they will be when they're played. You can get in contact with me via Twitter at Oshin Langan. We'll be back late next Friday night or early on Saturday morning with another Extra Time League of Ireland Voice Notes podcast from a very cold UCD. It is goodbye and good luck.